Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of the Johnny King Show. What is up? I'm Johnny. Thanks for tuning in. And the other day I was actually writing in my book, uh, soon to be released, TBD, whenever that is. Uh, It's a bigger project than I probably... Well, that's not true. I knew it was going to be a big project. But, uh, you know, I've had, it's like a, a marathon. You have ebbs and flows of like some days you're on it. Other days you're like, ugh, eking out words. Um, but in this particular section that I was writing about, I was writing about emotional fitness. And, uh, you know, I'm writing this primarily to men, although, of course, women, you know, can, can read it and maybe they'll get something good out of it because um, I think we're all human beings and we can resonate with certain universal principles, but I was writing about the whole idea of emotional fitness and talking about how, you know, if if you are angry, isolated, frustrated, pissed off, you know, depressed, like all of those negative emotions, I was talking about how, you know, that will obviously affect, (laughs) clearly, how you show up in life. So people will experience you depending on what type of emotions that you're experiencing on a daily basis. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of an obvious point, but it's like whatever you're, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're focusing on is what you're feeling, and that's overflowing into, you know, all relationships. And I talked about an example of, you know, how have you ever <laughs> gone home or had an interaction with someone and maybe you got triggered or you blew up them, blew up at them, or you got angry at them when quite frankly, they had nothing to do with the original reason of why you were stressed or frustrated or pissed. You just, they were just like friendly fire. You just ended up taking it out on them when, uh, when they had nothing to do with it. I think, you know, children can be that way. Our spouses can be that way or significant others or partners. Um, especially if we've had a long day and that sort of thing. And so I went off on this, uh, this kind of example because you know, I was talking about how it's so important to make sure that we are emotionally fit and we're aware so that we we handle our shit before we allow it to, you know, have a, I guess, a, a lasting impact on those that maybe didn't, <laughs> aren't involved, right? But I take it to another, another step deeper in saying like, okay, we, we could all have just had a crappy day. Like we can all probably resonate with that, right? And and snapping at someone, just waking up on the wrong side of the bed, so that so they say. However, on a grander scheme of things, if you have childhood, adolescent, adult uh, type of trauma or pain, and you don't actively work to heal those things, they will without a doubt impact every single nook and cranny of your life. And I think about it in terms of like, you know, if, if, if there's a bunch of cracks in the, in the pavement and you were to pour water over some of those cracks, 
the the water's going to find its way through each and every single crack, right? It's not going to get to one crack and be like, uh, oh, no, that doesn't look good and turn around, right? This is the type of thing where trauma seeps itself into each and every single little crack and crevice uh, of our personality and our identity, and it affects every aspect of it, of our relationship, of our of our self-worth, and that sort of thing. And so I was, uh, I was looking at one of uh, Stefanos Safandos' posts recently, and he's talking about trauma. And so he has a bunch of, like, different, uh, you know, images on his Instagram. If you haven't followed him, I definitely highly recommend following him. But he talks about here, I'm just going to read some of his stuff. It says, trauma experienced on any spectrum can be debilitating. It occurs and we often don't even know it. It remains with us and it impacts every facet of our lives. That's more or less what I just said. Trauma can be something that is overt and obvious, such as physical one-off event or something that continues in the shadows, such as sexual abuse. It affects our emotional body, our brains, our nervous system, and the way we see ourselves. Uh, Childhood trauma affects the way our neural pathways form and do not form. This may later uh, this may later on impact our self-worth and ability to feel close in our intimate relationships in our adult lives. Trauma can be something that grinds in a, uh, grinds on our beliefs and self-worth. It can stem from not being told we are good enough or having unavailable parents who don't appreciate us or us being bullied and converting that into action um or shame and unworthiness. It impacts the quality of our intimate, romantic, and sexual relationships, distancing us and keeping us wearing masks to protect the wounded and sacred parts of us. He goes on to tell us, um, gives a whole bunch of instances of how you know we often react to trauma, which will be kind of like that fight or flight or freeze response um, feeling of being in a state of like high alert. And I remember again, I've I've uh, I've dated quite a lot over the last decade, let's say, um, and I've met a lot of amazing women um, who, whom I've initially had some sort of attraction to, of course. I have also seen that there's patterns in them and patterns in me that like like attracts like. And I noticed that uh, throughout my journey that the, as I was healing, I was then attracting like a uh, how do I say it just like a, a different caliber of partner and yet uh, there was one that I can think of who was extremely sensitive and extremely triggered by <laughs> by my sarcasm by my teasing by my jokes by more or less every single thing that came out of my mouth there was uh, a reaction to to the point where I felt like I was I thought about it as if I was walking constantly on like eggshells when in reality, well, reality, let's just use another analogy. It was more like I was constantly walking on an open wound and she was kind of constantly like, ow, ow, ow. You know, it's like, so I just ended up, uh, the only thing I could really do is like, well, you either bring it up and are constantly in this like perpetual state of like disagreement or argument because everything is a wound or you just shut up and, ultimately I just like clammed up and I was like, okay, it didn't last very long, unfortunately. Um, and it is what it is. Um, and it was interesting because 
it was approached from the standpoint of like, hey, Johnny, you you have some shit to do. I'm good. You have some shit to do. And I'm like, you know, once you get that shit figured out, then we'll be able to, to move forward. And I was like, no, no, listen, <laughs> I know I got my shit. And I'm always open to coaching and, you know, progressing myself and learning and being humble enough to uh, admit my shortcomings and to take responsibility for my life. However, it takes two to tango. And for anyone that I'm in a relationship with to feel as though they're good, like they're, they, they're good. They got nothing else to work on. They're completely healed. Like that's, that's probably one of the biggest red flags for me because I feel like that journey of healing and growth never ends. And so there was a lot of reaction, both of us, like I would trigger her trauma. She would trigger mine. It was just like this downward, downward self-fulfilling prophecy of this failing relationship but Stephanos goes on to say in his post here of here are ways to heal from the trauma and I think some of these are really good he says one is like not to isolate yourself uh to seek professional help and support um to face it don't avoid it don't stick your head in the sand um to exercise and move your body I think that's a huge part of it practice mindfulness self-care practices have healthy morning and evening rituals and routines uh, just take responsibility. Stay above the line like I've talked about in past episodes. Gratitude. Uh, certainly, that's really good. And his uh, podcast with me, he just was talking about how that uh, practice of journaling, of, of at least especially for men, like there's so much power in that, you know, written word in moving things through. Listening to healing music, just being still or doing some meditation, even primal screaming and movement, that, that might be new to you. If you've not done a whole lot of personal growth in terms of when it comes to primal screaming, that might not be, that that could be a, a topic for another podcast. I've done some of that in some of the work that I've done out in LA, um, here in Denver, and you'd be surprised um, how important that is. I mean, I talked about it in, in one of my other podcasts um, about when I was <laughs> doing some mushrooms up in the woods and I wasn't necessarily screaming, but I just was letting it all out. And it was amazing how healing that was. So the whole, the whole idea of this podcast, this particular episode is that you have to seek healing, man. If you're not, you know, really committed to constantly working on yourself, then it's going to, it's going to overflow. You're going to, all you're going to end up doing is passing along to individuals around you, or even worse, you'll end up being an example for future generations and passing along that shame and that pain and that hurt and that trauma onto the next and onto them, onto the next generation, only for them to do the work or they'll pass it on. So it depends on what you want your legacy to be because we're all going to leave a legacy. <laughs> and I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Are you going to leave a legacy that is a warning to other generations as to what to avoid and what not to do? Or are you going to be an example of what's possible? So I'll leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed the, the, the podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts as always. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. 
I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing, and we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.